Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome back to Life Happened. This is our second episode. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about parenting. And today I have a guest with me. His name is Yamari Shoemaker, and he is going to introduce himself. Hello everyone, my name is Yamari Shoemaker. I am a senior here at Lincoln College. I'm majoring in radio, television, and the media. And I also have a podcast as well called Mario Uncensored Podcast. No, it does not mean swearing and cussing. It's just talking about topics uh, without being, you know, un uh, without being filtered by somebody else's opinion. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So the way we're going to do this particular episode is we're going to ask one another questions. Uh, Yamari, how old are you? I am 22 years old. Okay, so he's 22 years old, which is between the ages of my two oldest children. So I am a lot older than that. So we certainly come from different generations. And so this should be a very interesting conversation. So, Yamari, talk to us a little bit about how parenting has changed over time from your vantage point. I think parenting has changed over time due to the fact that uh, parents today um, have this mindset that they want to raise their, ch their children different from how they were raised when they were children. Um, some of them believe, well, I'm going to treat my kids better than what my parents uh treated me because you know you have some of those parents who they were kids they didn't really like listening and following directions you know they didn't they didn't like that authority that their parents had over them and i and i think that's the real reason why some of the parenting has changed you know that's an interesting take and as a parent of three semi-adult children i have to look at it more so that parents today are some parents today are trying to be friends with their children and um, i'm very much against the friendship and let me explain that a little bit i definitely think that it's a great idea for parents to have a relationship with their children um, a relationship where it should be open there should be great communication and things like that but when it comes to my children, for example, talking to me like I'm one of their friends, their age, i.e. cursing or saying girl or whatever, things like that. I look at that from my generation as being a sign of disrespect. Yeah. What is your take on that? I, I totally agree. You know, um, when, when I was a kid uh, and growing up now, you know, my, my parents will always let us express ourselves. As long as it was respectful and it wasn't out of pocket. Right, <laughs> Because right. my mom's like that too. I'm not one of your little friends, you know. And, you know, I, I like I said, I totally agree with that. You know, I look at um, kids today and they're probably a lot worse than, <laughs> than, uh, than people of my generation, uh, growing up, you know, now they're putting their hands on their parents, you know, and the parents are acting like they're scared. And it's like, yo, you're the parent. You, you should be. Some, some of these parents are scared, but I think that kind of goes into the topic of, you know, the child maybe having some 
mental issues or some type of issues that need to be addressed by certainly therapy, but um, yeah. <laughs> from my from my rearing, I would say also the Lord. So yeah, parent, children <laughs> hitting parents today, I think that has become a real issue that a lot of people don't talk about. And that kind of goes into mental illness. Yeah. And we're definitely gonna talk about that on another episode. But I think children, and when we're saying children, um, just for operational definition um, point, I'm talking about from the time they can talk up until the time they are on their own and not asking you for money anymore. So if you are 23, 24, 25, and you live at home and your parents pay your bill, you are still a child. So um, even with me being just right at the door of 50, I find that in speaking with my parents, uh, I'm very respectful. I may not always agree with what they say, how they say it, but we were always taught to just let it ride, if you know what I mean. We just, right. they're your parents, whether they say it the way you like it or not, you just let it ride. And right. you don't need to always respond. Right, yeah. <laughs> and and that's how I am with, you know, my past love, you know, if sometimes I'm like, yeah, like, okay, I just, I just let it ride. I just, you know, leave it alone and <laughs> keep it, keep it, because at the end of the day, that's still your, your parents are still your mother, they're still your father, you know. And um, my my parents have, you know, kept that tradition as well. Also, you know, I live, me, my mother, my sister, we live with my grandmother. So um, having, having that, um, having your grandmother, you know, also basically help raising you, both grandmothers raising you, you know, uh, helping the parents raise you you're going to get that old school, you know, uh, style of being brought up, you know. Absolutely. And I think you coming from a multi-generational home is such a benefit. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think one of the other issues that I'd like for you to comment on is uh, sometimes, you know, people choose to have children at a younger age, right? Yeah. And I'm just talking about that particular group. I'm not talking about those who were assaulted or anything like that. I'm just talking about those who make a decision. I want to have a child. I'm 18. I want to have a child with my boyfriend. So, and he agrees and they decide, or maybe it's his decision and she agrees. But it seems to me that the parents that are younger and they have children that are maybe 15 years younger than them, those seem to be the parents that are more likely to want to become friends with their children yeah and i and i don't know that for a fact i don't i don't have it's just from my experience from friends who have had children when we were in high school and things like that it just seems like they've become best friends with their children yeah and it goes all it goes back to them uh having this idea well you know i want my child to be happier than than i was um, when I was a child, now there's some uh, people who have come from very rough uh, families and stuff like that. Uh, not, might not have had the the best parents, um, but I, you know, 
Now, you, you still don't want you still don't want your kid. You know, I get that you want your kid to have a better life than you, but you also have to limit certain things. You know, you, you have to put a limit because that's what parent, parenting is. Putting the limit, you you can't let them disrespect. You can't let them walk up on you and think they're gonna you know, do something. <laughs> I totally agree with that. And as, as I listen to you, I, I, I see a couple of different issues there. Um, one being how, you know, someone's raised, like if they were raised in poverty, if they were raised in an unhealthy environment, yeah. I can certainly understand um, and agree with parents who say, I don't want my child to be raised the way I was raised. But I think that that is kind of moving to a different topic because even if I was raised in poverty and I want more for my child, that doesn't, in my mind, justify them, uh, what I would call being disrespectful right. to yeah. me because they should see that I want better for them. And so I'm doing X, Y, Z. I might be working two jobs. I might be working overtime, whatever it is. But because I was raised in poverty does not uh, validate for me um, and provide the green light for a child to be disrespectful. Right. Because when, when you allow that, you know, they become entitled, they become spoiled, they, you know, they think that the world owes them something. <laughs> and it's like, no, you have to, when you, when you start being a kid, uh, eventually you're going to have to be an adult. You're going to have to be on your own. You have to pay your own bills, uh, pay your own car note, my Lord, my Lord. <laughs> pay your own gas. Yes. You know, it's a lot of things that comes with adulting. So um, I love I, that I, word. <laughs> I think that um, I think that parents parents today, especially if they're younger, need to uh, understand. You know, and there's no there's no uh, book or you know one on one book about being the best parent or being, uh, uh, you know, parenting, but you, you just know that obviously as a parent, you're not going to have your kid disrespect you. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think you should. And I think that there are some foundational principles that as parents, uh, which you're not a parent yet, but, um, as parents, we should consider. And one is the basic respect. Right. So one of the things I would suggest is that parents don't allow their children to interrupt them when they're speaking. Uh, that's one of the things that I was taught. So when my mother or father, if they were saying something, whether it took 30 seconds or 30 minutes, you sat there and you listened, right? right. So I think that's kind of one of the foundational things I would suggest to parents when we're talking about parenting and how do you get that young child, that teenager, that young adult, you know, that person that's adulting, they're kind of in between uh, being a kid and being an adult. How do you ensure that you demand that respect in your home? And I, I think that's one of the things you don't interrupt. You listen until I finish. And then you don't always have to have a response. And if you do have a response, make sure that um, it's respectful. Right. What yeah. other foundational things would you suggest since, you know, you're in your early 20s? What what other things do you think um, parents should make sure that they enforce? Um, well, besides, you know, obviously, commend and respect. Um, 
I would say also command communication because there's some kids that will totally like shut down and just just not really communicate with their parents about anything that's going on with them personally, you know. And I, I think that's also a problem too, you know. I, I think that that's a slippery slope because yeah, there there are things I certainly want, you know, wanted my children to be open with me, but I will have to admit that was almost to a point because I, I wanted to make sure, you know, I didn't, I knew what that I had taught them and my husband and I raised them in the church. So that we have the biblical principles about abstinence and being respectful to your parents so that your days may be long on the earth and, and things like that. We have them very involved in the church and had them kind of hanging around the other church kids. And I was a PK kid myself, a preacher's kid. So, but yet I found myself wanting to befriend folks who were almost polar opposite than myself. Right. So I, I don't know why young people do that. And then they, then they tend to take those characteristics from those friends that may not be raised the way they're raised. Right. And I think that kind of starts some of the disrespect. Yeah, and I, and I was uh, raised by MGK <laughs> minister grandkid, <laughs> a minister grandkid. So, because my grandmother was, then she still is a minister. So, um, we we talk all the time, uh, you know, about these things, and you know, both my grandmothers always tell me, it's like, you know, a lot of a lot of people your age don't think like that. I was like, it's 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 some of us that do. You, you just. It's like diving into an ocean. You gotta go all. You gotta go real deep <laughs> to find those people. You um, you are definitely an old soul, which yeah. which is a blessing to see and hear. Yeah, I mean, I, I was raised by awesome parents. Um, you know, my my dad's born uh, in you know mid '60s, so he he's he's from a time where you know. You had the civil rights movement going on and stuff like that. My mom was born in 1970, so they they were right in you know the, in the thick of that. Um, Absolutely. And you know, like I said, I come from a multi generation home. That really you know you know gave me a lot of perspective. You know, because I like I said, I used to you know just sit around and talk with them at at a young age and just try to soak up as much knowledge wisdom as i can still do um my great grandma that recently passed you know i sit around and and pray with her and talk to her and stuff like that and, and just get as much wisdom and knowledge as i can and i think that a lot of a lot of people my age should want to do that because my this is this is my take you cannot understand life and go through life not without talking to someone who's older than you who's 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 lived their life and that that understands it way better than you you can't you can't live your life without without talking to someone older than you because you can learn a lot whether you think you can or or you can you know you you can learn a lot because they live their lives. Now it's time for you to live yours, and you're going to come uh, come across some of the things that they uh, came across when they were young. Now it it's a lot different because the world has uh, the world and society has changed and developed more. Uh, 
but their 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 tools and their wisdom and you know their knowledge that they're gonna pass down to you, you you will definitely be able to take that and use it through your your journey of life. I could not agree more because yeah. you know you hear the saying, "There's nothing new under the sun." Everything has already happened right. before. So when you're talking to people who have been through and have found themselves on the other side of that. Right. Cause you can't talk to everybody. So some folks still in the midst right. of that, right? Yeah, yeah. But folks who have overcome is what I'll say. Right. Folks who are on the other side of that issue and they see the errors of their ways and they have now begun to do things more positively, right? right. I think in those situations, they have developed some wisdom where they can support you and give you information that could help you in your life. Yeah, because age does not have a, a limit on uh, ignorance. <laughs> as please I've believe, learned, please as believe. I've learned from uh, my experience in, in uh, interacting with you know people uh, from different age groups, not just my age, but people I've interacted with people 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, you, you got some people that's just still, you know, they have not reached that level of maturity, right. unfortunately. And right. I was like, man, you, you're, you're not even in your twenties anymore. You, that's right. Like that. It's like, you know, it's, it's who you are as a person. That's know? right. If, if, if your parents still going out to the clubs with you, they meet you at the bar. I don't know how much you know wisdom you can get from that unless they're trying to get you up out of there. But I would suggest that uh, the maturity and the wisdom come from someone who is on the other side and they've done what you've done or they know someone who's done what you've done, but they no longer do it anymore, right? Right. So I would say that. So parenting overall, I think, um, as we conclude, I think one of the things that we understand most is that parenting is not easy. And it's right. not easy because of various factors, environmental right. issues, generational issues. Um, but people trying to understand the mindset of our young people and understand that our young people have gone through different things than even my generation or my parents' generations um, have gone through. You guys have gone through COVID. So the last time we had an international pandemic None of us were alive. My parents who were born in the 40s, they were not alive. So this is something that has caused a lot of issues that we'll talk about in future episodes. But I think that, that those things may have also contributed to the way our children seem to act sometimes. Yeah. So how do you think, and we'll just kind of end it on this note, do you think that the pandemic um, has impacted the young people the younger generation in a negative way and they tend to act out because of what they've been through. Yeah. Um, I, I want to bring this up too. Technology always plays a part in that uh, in parenting, especially in today's age, because uh, a lot of kids don't get that face to face, that personal relationship with their parents because their parents themselves are so wrapped up into their work or they're wrapped up into what's going on on social media like you know all the kids are themselves are so wrapped up into playing video games all day and and not really having that uh family interaction because 
to, to and I, I, I don't even know if you can say this like that. From a, a decade ago, you know, you know, you had parents. Yeah, you know, cell phones were starting to become big, but right. it wasn't to the point where it's at the dinner table. That's right. <laughs> now That's right. it's at the dinner table, and everybody's on their phones, which I can't stand. That's that. really that drives me nuts. I, it's like. We ought to be talking. <laughs> yeah, when I was growing up, we didn't have cell phones like that. There were phones in your car. Right. Those were for the folks with a little more money than I had. So, but yeah, I agree with you. I think that communication um, has played a huge part. Uh, communication, the pandemic, I mean, I'm sure people who are listening can think of many reasons why parenting has become so difficult and children have become so disrespectful. So, I would like to thank you for joining me on this second episode of Life Happened. Thank you hopefully, for having me. <laughs> thank you. And hopefully you will share this on your platform as well. And for more information on Life Happened, for more information on some of the programs that I offer, uh, please join my website. Go to my website. Take a look. Uh, you can set up a discovery call, which is free. And we can talk about some of the issues that you're going through and if you actually need coaching, and if so, what type of coaching you need. My website address is www.iamdrbridget.com, www.iamdrbridget.com. Bridget is spelled B-R-I-D-G-E-T-T-E. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you. Parenting issues, guys, we all have them. Don't feel alone. Reach out if you need the help. And thank you, Yamari, for joining me today. And I look forward to the next episode. I can't wait.